feel like my brain makes me forget really exciting information so that I can relearn it and experience the initial excitement all over again at a later date. For example, my best friend told me that she was expecting her second child and I internalized that information. I was extremely excited to the point of crying about it. The next time I saw her, I asked her if she'd like some wine and she responded, I'm pregnant, idiot. And I lost my mind all over again. That's how I felt this week when I learned again that Johnny Adamick had been one of the University of Wisconsin Buckies. I really hope this isn't a Santa Claus situation for Wisconsin fans. There is a human inside the Badger. But he's told me before, I had a full on conversation with him about it. But then to give me the thrill of hearing it again, my brain put it in the trash. You can hear my delight when I relearn that tidbit from one of the co-founders of Burn, as you'll hear on this episode. That's B-triple-R-N, Burn. This is Gina Anderson coming by the way, and I've gotten to chat with Johnny and his co-founder, Jimmy Martin, a few times since meeting them in 2018 for the first time. I'd like to remind you that 2018 was a time before the proliferation of Zoom, so our interview was conducted via freeconferencecall.com. And I remember vividly chatting with the pair in 2018. They were equal parts entertaining and excited about a super specific niche in fitness, cold temperature training. And I have a memory of the thought, it's a shame that I'm the only one listening to this recording as I wrote the article for sweatlife.com. Call this take two. I told you all of that to tell you this. I genuinely like these guys. I looked forward to this interview for the past couple of days because I knew it would be a really good time. And I, I really like every person who comes on this podcast, but some people make me nervous in a way that Jimmy and Johnny do not. They're a mix of charming, smart, and funny that you know endears people to them. And I think that is the essence of the brand they've created. Charming, welcoming, and smart. You'll hear them talk about it on the episode, but they're an insanely perfect match for where the world went after they opened their studio in the heart of New York City. Jimmy worked with SNL and studied at the Upright Citizens Brigade, or UCB as it's called in the biz, and cut his teeth on production before the world shut down. He also has that improper ability to problem solve through the yes and. They both have it actually. You'll hear Johnny say to Jimmy, to yes and that, Jimmy. <laughs> and Johnny studied public health in New York City and worked for Mayor Bloomberg. He can and will throw science at you in a very approachable way. So together, they chose to create cold training spaces when the rest of the world was only counting workouts that got them as hot and sweaty as humanly possible. And it was there at Fern, their studio, that they fell in love with training on a slide board and there that they started manifesting their future partner and investor, Apollo Ono. So when the pandemic hit, I don't want to undervalue the stress they went through, but they accepted it and they built on what was in front of them. They yes anded the pandemic and built an e-commerce business after finding a US-based partner to manufacture an at-home version of the slide board. And there's a lot to love about Burn besides the guys who created it, including their growing list of studios and gyms where you can find their programming, as well as their training program that trainers, like the trainers you love at gyms across the country, can add to their certifications for continuing education credits. But this conversation hardly even scratches the surface. Here I am with Jimmy and Johnny.
This is Gina Anderson-Cohen. We're here on We Got Goals. I've got Jimmy Martin and Johnny Adamick, who are the co-founders of Burn. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Good to good to see you, you again, virtually. I, we prefer in person, but right. I know that we are all in different places, so it's really nice to be here. Yeah, I'll, I'd love to have you introduce yourselves because you'll do a better job than I do. So, Johnny, let's start with you. Who are you? Where are you? What's going on in your life? Well, I know today is Halloween. We're recording this, so happy, happy Halloween, Halloween. Monday the 31st. I, in the spirit of Halloween, I live in Minnesota, and I am in our basement near mm-hmm. the famous Lake Nokomis, if you're familiar with Minnesota. I, I'm i going as a, as a purple stegosaurus, my three-and-a-half-year-old boy Arlo is going as a red T-Rex. It's red. So get it right. You know, mm. <laughs> that's, I think that's, that, that's my cold intro, Jimmy. Oh my gosh. How do I follow that? That's, this is, that's, that's yeah. tough. Uh, yes. Just don't. <laughs> Just, no, I will not Pass. tell you anything about myself this whole podcast. Uh, no, Jimmy Martin. Uh, I'm here in, uh, in, right outside of New York city in New Jersey. Um, co-founder burn. And, um, just briefly, uh, for Halloween, I'm just going as a New Jersey resident because there's nothing scarier than a New Jersey. <laughs> like, oh, poor Jimmy. <laughs> I'm, I actually am not dressing up for Halloween this year, mostly because I forgot. It just happened so fast. We've been so focused on holiday season and our gift guide launching this week that I'm, I've already moved on to like November, December in my mind, body, and soul. I mean, it's been impressive to see on social media how many people have like just gone above and beyond with their costumes and everything. I mean, it's 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 wild. It's absolutely wild. And and you know, there's a little FOMO where I'm like, oh man, did I did I not do enough to to tell people on the internet that I'm that I'm doing stuff for Halloween? But it's yeah. okay. Being a Jersey resident, I think is I think I knocked out the park. Yeah. Um, people know you're fun. You're funny and you're, you're witty. Like they, you don't need to use Halloween for that. You can get there later. Like I feel like in Johnny's case, yeah. yeah, In, in Johnny's case, it's like your child was like, I want to be a red dinosaur. And you were like, yeah. Is that how that went? Grandma, grandma made it happen. We, we've been sewing frivolously all weekend long (laughs) trips to and from Michael's. They sell the best fabric that you can get. Obviously. And, uh, you know, I was at, I'm just playing a sponsored, but yeah, sponsored. I was at a Halloween party. I was at a a sponsor by Michael's. I was at a Halloween party this weekend, and the best costume I saw was that it was hosted by this couple, and and Anna is her first name. She went as Prince, and best (laughs) Prince costume I've ever seen. And and I guess even his nails are always painted black, and so in Mm -hmm. Minnesota fashion, you know, she had her mother kind of vet the costume, kind of grew up watching Prince and listening to Prince. And she said, your costume's great, but your nails aren't painted. He always had his nails painted black. So, wow. you know, detail doubles in the detail, but that was, yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, being also Minnesota, right? I mean, that's what well, Minneapolis was, um, where that was, that was, that's where Prince, uh, that's where Prince, that's Minnesota, where Prince yeah. 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 I, yeah. I'm going to go to the museum one day. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a, a personal day off from burn and, uh, I'm just going to go one morning. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really great idea. Um, I feel like we could talk about Prince all day, but maybe we should talk about Burn. Should we talk about Burn? We can. We, we could, could, yeah. yeah. We're here. We I guess. Time. We got some I time. I guess. Okay, let's start with, first of all, spell it. Second of all, what is it? So uh, B-triple-R-N. We wanted to make it as hard for people to remember as possible. We cannot <laughs> tell you how many times people forgot, you know, one R, two R's. 
Uh, but anyway, the it is uh, you know we we started out as a business in uh, well we founded the business in like 2015. Uh, that's when Johnny and I met, and we were known in the fitness industry from 2018 to 2020 as the world's first and only cool temperature fitness studio. So we uh, you know we warmed people to the idea of working out in a 50 degree beer fridge for 50 minutes. And so the whole pun burn came from the idea of like, you know, burning calories and also, um, you know, paying homage to, you know, to a, a winter themed workout that we wanted people to do, um, you know, all year round. As a, as a fun follow-up to that, cause we're, we're, you know, we're just fun, fun guys. And I'm, you know, I'm in the basement guys. here. I had yeah. the original, so the studio is now closed. We'll talk about that, but that is the original thermometer. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. It's currently 64 degrees in, in, in my like Nokomis basement. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you in winter all year long, the funniest thing was this, you know, holding temperature, there was a science to how we did it at burn. And, you know, we have a we had a geothermal HVAC system and really, really interesting. But, um, you know, when you put 30, 30 hot bodies in a room, it's kind of hard to hold temperature all winter long, this basement, no joke. I, I could not have done this myself more perfect. It's 50 degrees. It's constantly really? 50 yeah. degrees. It's hysterical. So it's followed you. The studio has followed yeah. you to Minnesota. It's everywhere. Um, and for our listeners who were not able to see the thermometer, it was a round thermometer uh, <laughs> with a silver dial um, that, you know, tells you uh, the temperature. But what's the other thing I want to unpack is the geothermal um, HVAC system, which we got to talk about when I wrote a piece about the two of you and burn the physical location um, in, in Brooklyn, um, your original studio. And you dug holes into the earth to cool the studio? No? No, it was, it was, and I, I should, I stand correct. It was geothermal inspired with how we recycled air. Inspired, got it. And, and we used the, the common lobby area as a cold sink is kind of the, the word, the verbiage, as well as when it was colder outside, it was easier to warm that air to 50 degrees, but it was a super efficient way to do it in New York city. And we could talk for hours about it. Cause it's, it's really fascinating, but, um, we we have we've actually we you know uh, this pandemic happened and we we had to pivot we had to mm-hmm. we had to adapt. I want to say one thing though. Um, so the, our studio was on twentieth and sixth, which is important to note because we decided we're like, hey, where, where should you open a studio? And we were like, oh, in like the most competitive neighborhood in the world for fitness. That's that's obviously where, you know. Um, but we had our first trial that we did was at was in a beer fridge in Brooklyn. At Six Got Point it. Brewery, so so that's where the Brooklyn uh, location comes to comes to mind. But yeah, we were we were in the heart of you know the Flatiron Chelsea district of Manhattan, and it was it was insane how many people from like 2018 to 2020 like they would just pop into every studio, and we had like around 23,000 people that came through our doors during those 18 months. So like it was a pretty incredible accomplishment given how many options there are to choose from in that area. Yeah, that's the- more. Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Oh, please, 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 by all means. Not important, but I was just going to point out that that's more people that came through your studio than people who are from my hometown. Go ahead. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was interesting. You know, people are probably wondering, so why why cool, why cold? Yeah. And so the thesis is that um, when it's cooler, 
you can actually work out harder for longer. You know, the cold basically puts a superhuman cape on your back because um, when you work out, you heat up so much that your cardiovascular system is fighting to maintain the exercise uh, as well as try and cool your system. So it's it's two competing demands. And when you drop the temperature, you can dump and expel heat faster. And therefore, you stay cooler and you can work out harder for longer. And the best study that we used as a reference point is marathon studies. The best marathon temperature, this is from a, an incredible study that looked at you know, the top 10 marathons, the Boston the New York, which is in about a week, the New York Marathon. If you're running, stay That's tuned for part two of this podcast. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it was about 40 degrees. So um, the warmer it was, 50s and 60s, people did very, very bad. But they looked at the first place and the 50th place and the you know 250 and so on and so on. But about 40 degrees was the best temperature to run. Because in, in like we, we wanted to be to debunk the idea that you know to to earn your heat and 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 to to, to debunk the the thought that like a hot and sweaty workout was a great workout. You know, you have hot yoga. It was all about if I'm not sweating a lot, then I'm not getting a great workout. And, you know, I was a former college wrestler. And, and the whole, like, if you know about the culture of wrestling, it's like turn the thermostat as high as you can, sweat, and, you know, lose weight. You lose water weight. But, you know, when Johnny, who, who his background's in public health, and we were – you know, substantiating the science to be able to take this to market, we are blown away with like how, you know, cold is an ally, not an enemy. And, you know, as people are seeing now in real time, just the, you know, the worldwide adoption of like contrast therapy, like these ice baths, like it's to a point where if you're not like welcoming cold into your life in whatever way, whether it's for recovery or, you know, mental health benefits with like a cold, a cold, you know, cold shower, ice plunge. They think you're crazy. But when we were starting this out, people thought we were nuts, which is why like we pitched this thing over 300 times before we got our first yes to, to start this, you know, to, to get money for the studio. So it's nice to see that we were ahead of the conversation and that we were able to make such a great impact in such a short amount of time. Yeah, and I, I want to definitely talk about the burn board and that concept too. But before we get to that, one thing I found really interesting chatting with the two of you the first time, we spent a little bit of time talking about cryotherapy and kind of comparing and contrasting the two. Obviously, they're different. Uh, in your original studio, as you're talking through, you kept it around 50 degrees. That's right. Yeah. Correct. We around 50 degrees, yep. Yeah. We made it, we had the the we kind of pointed at like if like cryotherapy is like a triple shot of espresso and our experience was like a, a nice warm cup of coffee. So like <laughs> we we kind of, we wanted to extend the dosage like you know by uh or d- dilute the dosage if you if mm-hmm. you will just by offering something that felt like a crisp fall morning instead of having to really have you go headfirst into something that was like extremely cold for a shorter amount of time. So you know um. It was great. It was awesome to see people like walk out, like, walk in skeptical and walk out like evangelists because they were sweating. Yeah. They felt like they've completed their workout. And it made us feel really good that, you know, that our thoughts were validated uh, when we when we had the studio. But at the end of the day, you know, there's there's people might have limitations based off of, you know, Raynaud's disease, which is like they have sensitivities to cold for their, their fingertips and their and their feet because because of circulatory issues. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there's just really, 
you know, there's there's no reason why cold shouldn't be in your life. You know, it's it's a great way to to start your day, to end your day. And I joked and said it's like the new ayahuasca. You know, for me, uh, a three to five minute ice bath is like a year's worth of therapy. You know, it's it's incredible. So highly encourage people to to check out that. And Dr. Andrew Huberman uh, has been talking a lot about you know just like the ways that you can slowly introduce cold into your life as well as well as a gentleman named Scott Carney who we're we're friends with too. And just to kind of follow up with that, and Huberman is, um, you know, he's he's PhD, I believe. He's a like biologist, Stanford, and, like, um, and has a lab really, in Stanford. Yeah. yeah, really great podcast to just kind of you know, basically just talk about health and all the upcoming studies with just from from physical activity to neuroscience, all that stuff. But um, to, to, what I'm trying to get at to, to add to yes and Jimmy. I was wondering, well, we have to just talk about the spandex culture of wrestling a little bit, Jimmy. Oh, um, yeah. I'm actually wearing spandex right now. And, I can, I, <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to go. I can't wait. Jimmy, Jimmy's the guy, you know, so I'm, I'm a dual citizen Italian-American, right? So if you go to a gym in Italy, like it's all, you know, guys over 40 with like a just spandex on. You know? a, una palestra. Exactamente. Una palestra. <laughs> And no shorts over the spandex. And like in the States, like guys wear shorts right over their spandex. And so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of more American. I'm a little pro more, more, more pro American. Jimmy, Jimmy is, I'm there's a, an blooded. Italian man in, yes. in Jimmy yeah. T. Martin. Yeah. He is full blown spandex, no shorts over. And he has like Jimmy wrestled. And what he's not disclosing is he has quadzilla, like Quadzilla size, size quads. Like th- these are genetic. Like these are these are. I'm the quad father. I, I didn't want to say it out loud, <laughs> but um, they they call me the quad father, and by that I mean nobody. But please okay. call me the quad father. Yeah, thank you. I, I yes. mean, like, and like we'll yes, we'll talk father. to we'll talk later about Apollo Ono, but um, I mean, Apollo saw Jimmy's quads and was like, I mean, Jimmy deserves gold medals for two for each quad. I took all but, of Apollo Ono's uh, gold medals, and uh, because of the yeah, because of this, he gave them to you. He gave them or to you me. earned them. Like, you deserve these more than I do because of genetically how your quadriceps look um, in those shorts. Um, but so, so t- kind of like my tangentialness aside is we are, so we are, you know, we're health practitioners, we're disruptors, you know, betterment. We, we eat, breathe, live betterment. And, you know, we have personal stories related to this, but um, we've obviously pivoted um, during the studio. We'll talk about that, but we are true cold evangelists. I mean, Ask me what I did Saturday and Sunday. Um, Gina or Jimmy asked me. What'd you do? I I did my ice bath plunge in my at my in-laws. They live about 30 minutes from here in my back in, in their backyard. So I did about seven minutes in it was a cold, brisk morning in about 40 degree water. And then I ran around the yard for about 10 minutes like a crazy guy. <laughs> like in in my underwear. Because they live on like 10 acres, yeah. the retired school teachers. But like that, that's what we do because of the cold stress and the benefits. And it's it's literally like the best mental health pill you could ever take. Yeah. Cold. I cold, we we all I love that you called cold the new ayahuasca, by the way. When you said that, I was like, isn't ayahuasca the new ayahuasca? But I digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess ayahuasca is very old. And so it's cold. No, but, but I mean, like, yeah. the people that were onto like the ayahuasca train, you know, when they, cause they, they found out about DMT and they were just trying to find alternative, uh, you know, alternative um, interventions to better mm-hmm. their, their mental health and, and well-being. you know, cold was the same thing. It was kind of like, 
we associated cold with like death. It was like, oh, we're, we fear it. We need to like stay away from it. But like when we realized, again, as, as I was saying, it's an ally, not an enemy. And it's a catalyst for growth. Um, that like just completely, you know, flipped the switch. And I think a lot of people are seeing that now. And, and you know, you have celebrities that, that, that speak to it and validate the science and everybody else follows suit. So I'm, I'm happy to see that it's, I, I wish that they would actually prescribe, like ha, you could have scripts from your doctor to go get like a, you know, to an ice bath, like for your home or to go to places in and around your city that may offer. I know here in New York city, they, they do, um, um, they, you know, there's, there's so many different places that you can, you know, go into a plunge, then do a, mm-hmm. you know, do a sauna right after. But I, I think it should be as readily available as, as some of these pills that we take. I think it's, uh, it's, incredibly effective. Yeah. In Japan, they prescribe forest bathing. Um, mm. Actual doctors prescribe getting into the forest and breathing. No kidding. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have, they have forest bathing paths that you can walk along. So it, it feels like right along those lines. We love pills in America though. I mean, I, oh, I, really? like, a, I like a pill here and there if I need one. But, um, <laughs> totally. Okay. Let's talk about lateral movement and the the slide board. So, cause I want to, I want us to talk about the burn board cause it's what you're working on now, but I also just want to talk about whatever pops into your brain. So let's do both. Um, lateral movement started for you in the studio with the slide board, right? That's right. K- 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 kind of. It actually started before for us. It was, it was at our studio, but like it, the whole movement in general didn't start didn't start with us. People well, have and, been moving laterally yes, for a while. <laughs> yes, people have been moving laterally. But but to, so my what I'm trying to get at is we. It's interesting, and it all kind of stems from Jimmy's background as a collegiate athlete, as a D1 wrestler. Um, who Jimmy? I mean, Jimmy like placed nationally. He he was the best in the biz. And oh my gosh, I was so not the best. But but knowing yeah, knowing no, knowing his background, but but. And, and and if you can't tell, um, Jimmy is a former former SNL and stand up sketch comedian. So like, I, I can't keep up with Jimmy. He's so funny. But what 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 I'm getting at is, you know, former. We were we were former. Aren't yeah, you Jimmy sketch comedian SNL. for life? You guys are sketch comedian for life. Yeah. Yep. So when we were gestating burn, right? So we knew we were going to own the environment. You know. You know, the sweet spot was 50 degrees for us to warm people up to the benefits of cool temperature training. But then we needed to think about the exercise modality. And so, you know, understanding our our amazing competition, cycling competition and treadmill competition and, you know, bodyweight exercises. Jimmy one day calls me and he goes, I have an idea. And I said, what's this? He goes, slide board. And I said, okay, let's, let's do it. So we, we then end up meeting at, um, so we, we have a third business partner. Um, he, he's, he's incredible. His name is John. And we meet at John's house in Brooklyn and Jimmy shows up with this slide board. And I literally said, what, you know, what the expletive is this? I'd never seen one. I, you know, <laughs> you can swear in the podcast I, if you want. I was like, what the fuck is this? And he, Jimmy's like, it's a slide board. I'm like, what's a slide board? I'm like, I played soccer in high school. I was also a collegiate mascot. I was, uh, uh, yeah, I he was, always uh, forget, uh, and I get so Bucky excited whenever we learn that you were Bucky the Badger. It was Bucky the Badger at Wisconsin trained hard, and, and like we, you know, we we like had to train because it's forty pound head that you're running around like a crazy guy. Um, but Jimmy's like, dude, it's called a slide board. We had a rest, we had to do these in wrestling, and I'm like, and I tried it, and I was like, a, this is awesome. B, I've never done this before. C, like, this is like hard, like hard. I haven't done this. Like, this is challenging. And 
I craved it. And the next day I was like, oh my God, like my brain kind of figured it out having slept on it. And the next day it was better on it. So that was, the, that's, that's the origin story for, for the slide board for us. I mean, literally Johnny slept on, he was like, I am not going to give, I'm, I'm t- taking this slide board. I need to like lay on it so that I can think about what we're going to do with, with the brand. But no, I mean, bad jokes aside, it was, it was something we knew that, you know, and I always say this statement, like your job as an innovator is to improve the systems of your predecessors. The, the, the boutique fitness industry was dominated by sagittal-based exercises, meaning you know forward and backwards movements, running, cycling, rowing, you name it. And we saw an opportunity not just to introduce cool temperature training to the most competitive fitness you know, city in the world, but also to encourage people to look forward to lateral movement training because of how many people are getting knee injuries, hip injuries, lower back pain. All that comes from overuse in that, you know, that sagittal plane, the forward and backwards movement. So we were like, we want to provide not just like an incredible experience that makes you feel good while working out, but like utilize the slide board as a longevity tool so that you can move without pain and with a lot more joy, no matter where you are in your fitness journey. Oh boy. Okay. So, so much to unpack. So you introduced the slide board into your classes and then, I mean, like cut to, et cetera, et cetera, the pandemic, <laughs> um, had to pivot. We've mentioned this before. So what happened to bring you to, no, we know the pandemic happened, but talk about the burn board, yeah. um, and where you are today in that journey. So, you know, as a, as a new brand, because even, even being in the scene for 18 months, we, we were in the lobbies, we were talking with our customers on a daily basis, just trying to understand how we can show up for them better every single day because, you know, without them, we couldn't keep the lights on. And, you know, I, I really rely upon Johnny's background as a public health official because, you know, part of that is just like data informs your execution. And he was constantly hearing people sing praises of our slide board saying like, man, people are saying like, how can I get one for my home? And I was like, well, how do we transfer, like, you know, we're, we're a brand that's like, we created an environment about cool temperature training and do, we do cool stuff in that that studio. But he's like, dude, we got to give people goosebumps in a different way because like the, the world is click and mortar. The, the world is like, it was slowly turning into this like omni-channel with the rise of Peloton and mm-hmm. other at-home fitness solutions. And so we, we, we hired this group in, in Boston called Essential Design. They're known for making the hydro rower. And we did this like deep dive with our community about like, if you were to have a slide board experience at home, what would you want? And so we pulled a bunch of our, you know, our, our members and people that had been to our studio to figure out what the best way to show up to this experience would be. And this has all happened six months before the pandemic. So thank goodness that we like were ahead of it and decided to see what other channels of monetization that we can have as a brand. Because once we had to close the studio, we knew that the slide, you know, the slide board experience, which we became known for as much as we did the cool temperature studio was our option. And I joke and I say like, if Breaking Bad was the studio, Better Call Saul is our, you know, our slide board experience. We gave this unusual character their own show and it's turning out to be, you know, the best decision we made for our business to date. Yeah. Um, I think you also made the cheers to Frasier joke. Oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like, Depends cheers, on which, right? which, which, which decade you grew up watching. We're talking yeah, to, yeah. So we, we, and we're, we're on the uh, you know, metaphor, uh, here. Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like Frasier did really well post Frasier cheers. Did great. So, did yeah. Frasier did great. 
Rating I'm just wise. A big, I'm a big Bob Odenkirk fan. Just like same com- comedy. You, oh my gosh, Midwestern. Yeah. Did Did you see his movie that um, was on streamers recently? Right. Where it's like he got punched in the face. It's called Nobody or whatever. Nobody, yeah. and he just fucks everybody um, up. It's incredible. He really good shape, and I think yeah. because of him go- getting into such great shape so quickly, I think he had a heart. Not because of this no. movie. <laughs> But he had like something happen with his heart um, where he, Aww. like before filming the last season of, of Better Call Saul, um, yeah, had something something happen. I mean, um, I love the that. guy. I wish I hope that he's in a better place. But yeah, that was because he got like pretty, yeah, he got in really good shape for that movie. He trained for a year, I was hearing. I think he was on uh, da, 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 the podcast I listened to with three famous dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, oh, Smartless. Yeah, yeah. Smartless, Smartless. Yeah. yeah, he was Smartless, on Smartless yeah. Kevin Bay, and yeah. was describing how he'd been like, boxing and training and like oh yeah um sequencing these fight scenes for like a year so man i hope he's in great health bob oh, yeah i mean i love watching comedians get invested in in health um yeah just like there's always been like the stereotype that you know it's like the out of shape comedian that's funny mm-hmm. you're not in shape but like they're all realizing um that you know your your you know your body is helps inform, you know, a, a, yeah. a strong mind is even a stronger, a strong body is an even stronger mind. So uh, I, I'm happy to see like it's flipped the script because yeah. I mean, you got, you got to be, yeah. If you feel like crap all the time, you're not going to come up with great jokes or, you know, want to <laughs> show up night after night to rehearse, um, you know, to, 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 to have a good career. So yeah, I'm happy to see that that's, that's changing. Yeah. And I, I also think that this is a good kind of segue to your unique backgrounds, because obviously, Jimmy, we've kind of mentioned it. You worked in production and you studied at Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, what, Darcy Carden also studied there. Oh, like all, okay. We could name like millions of people who studied there, but she's my heart. She's, she's the best. Um, oh, she's so sweet. Do so you know her? Stop it. So, so, okay, so <laughs> Do you know fun, Janet? Fun, fun fact. Uh, so fun fact. I know. So I know she doesn't know me. Uh, clearly, we all know her. Okay. Okay. Her husband um, was the the lead in a in a musical called Awesome Eighties Awesome Eighties Prom, which was off Broadway in New York. And I was one of the final selections to replace him. And I auditioned in front of him and Ken Davenport, who's a legendary uh, Broadway producer here in New York. And I loved my audition so bad because it, <laughs> we were in a dance studio, yeah. and so there's mirrors on on. There was mirrors on like both sides. I hate of to us. laugh at that, but I wasn't no, expecting no, no, that. No, 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 no. Pain is pain is funny. Um, yeah. so, so, so I'm you know it, it was a semi-improvised musical and kind of like took all the tropes of your you know the, the '80s movies like Breakfast Club and what have you and and put this into a musical. And so I was the, this jock character clearly, um, and <laughs> you know I had to improvise bringing somebody on stage like this guy who was who you know part of my character's like highlight in that show was like finding some random guy in the audience and being like oh my god it's my coach and like bring this guy on stage and be like yo you have to you have to coach the things that coach did and like start to improvise but when I was looking at my my arm I caught I saw my reflection and I fell in love with myself like in the <laughs> and I like completely blanked for like what felt like 30 seconds, but it was probably maybe like two or three seconds. And I just, I tr- attribute that to me not getting Ugh. far. You know, it was weird, but, but uh, her husband is really incredible. And I would always see them uh, when, when Darcy was, um, you know, like on, on house teams at, in, at UCB, she's, she's very sweet. I'm very happy to see her success. Cause she's, she's such a sweet person. 
Very funny. And then Johnny, um, you mentioned that you were Bucky. You also uh, studied Italian and, you know, public health all over the place. But you also worked for the mayor um, or you, the mayor's council, Mayor Bloomberg's council, um, right? Elaborate Correct. more. Yeah. I'm doing a bad job. Yeah. Oh, I know. You're, you're doing a great job. As, as a fellow Midwesterner, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, I grew up outside of, of Milwaukee. And um, mm-hmm. my, my, my now partner, my, my now wife, we moved to New York City, you know, in our 20s. And we were there for like 13 years and, you know, started out the first half of the decade doing public health, um, went to NYU for grad school and worked under Mayor Bloomberg doing... Basically, it's called chronic disease and obesity prevention in the built environment program. So just how space and design and architecture can, and zoning can create opportunities for healthy eating and physical activity in everyday living. Best case example is more stereo use. So you have a city as vertical as New York City is how buildings are designed, how wayfinding happens, is getting people to, to use the stairs. It's incidental forms of physical activity. But kind of for, for me, a theme was just was active aging and you know accessibility for, for, for multi-generational forms of physical activity. And so you know, that personally was how I got interested in health. And I also was kind of, um, I always revered like the fitness instructors in college. I was like, that's so cool. Like they're teaching, they're teaching fitness and I always wanted to do it. And I love how, I love how like you, you start moving side to side. With my, my head goes back and cool forth. Guy. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. Wait, d- did you work out at the surf in college or I did you work out, out at? I both, both. I, I okay. went to both. Yeah. I went to both of the main, they're, they're now, they're now decommissioned. They they torn down. Yeah. I believe. I found out recently. Chain. It's the Nick, not the Surf, which is bigger and better. Interesting at the University of Wisconsin Madison. Interest, mm-hmm. Interesting yes. stuff. But but, yeah. but I met I met Jimmy. I met Jimmy. Um, getting inter- interested in personal health. So I got trained, um, certified as a personal trainer and certified in yoga. Um, I did one of those. I I quit the health department and responsible, you know, adults saved up enough money to, to have enough to explore my personal health. And so got certified. So I did a 200 hour certification, which was like, it was like a full month. It was June. So every day I went to yoga school at, you know, at age like 27 and, you know, in, in the East village in New York city. And it was cool though. I mean, to go inward and, and what an opportunity. And it led to, you know, opening up my mind and my, dare I say, heart and spirit. Uh, allowed me to meet Jimmy and there was something really special about Jimmy and Jimmy had the idea of burn and a a really special story. And we, you know, slowly decided to go for it. It wasn't like we went all in, you know, napkin story. Yes, the napkin happened, but we slowly put more marbles into this basket and had to work towards it. And the the dream came true. Yeah. And I bring up your backgrounds because I think what is really interesting and inspiring to me about the two of you and your story um, is that you complement each other so well. You have very different backgrounds, very different skills. Um, I remember the original, um, your website now is still very funny, but the original website for the studio was just like personality um, spewing everywhere. And now Jimmy, with your production experience, you've helped to create content for now the burn board. Um, can you speak to that? How many, how many videos are out there? How are you doing? Hundreds, hundreds of videos. So we, so, you know, what's interesting when you're, when you're forced to, to pivot, you, you know, 
you have to divide and conquer. And and I was very fortunate, like, you know, Johnny, uh, his wife, Kelly, and his son, Arlo, they moved from the East Village to their in-laws place in, in, uh, in Minnesota. And I was here with my wife, Rachel, and Johnny's like, okay, I'm going to create this like e-commerce channel from scratch. I'm like, cool. He's like, we need you to film all the content that we can right now. You know, why we, why we still have the studio. Uh, and I was like, okay. So like thinking about, you know, just going back to like how SNL, when they did their digital short, especially in the, the, the rise of like the Lonely Island guys, Andy Samberg and whatnot. You know, I was really impressed how they did so much with like DSLRs and just like you would think that there was like this, all this equipment involved. And I knew that there was a way to cheat that. Like you didn't, we didn't have to have this like huge studio um, with equipment and, and PAs and what have you to really get that experience. And so tapped back into that part of my life, like with just observing all these sketches that happened on SNL. And we, you know, we we hired an incredible guy named Brendan to and and uh, JW to help like assist me in, you know, creating tons of videos on our platform during like, you know, during 2020 to, you know, uh, early, you know, 2021. And we had 20 plus instructors. We, you know, we were able to take our experience that we had done in the studio and really dissected and go, how can we make this like a seven day a week thing for somebody? And that was like really dissecting and, and putting together the formula of, you know, if you're someone that liked our class because it felt like a, you know, uh, like a Pilates inspired class, then, okay, what's, what's a category that's good for that? If you liked it for purely f- for the athletic conditioning vibe, what is, what, what could we do there? Oh, what's also really important, like active and dynamic, you know, dynamic and static stretching. How can we do something that's like recovery based? Oh, we were known for our breath work stuff when we did our ice bath series. Let's have a breath category, you know, let's have, so I was trying to think like, what's, how can we own every aspect of your day? Or at least how can we like add value to every day of your week and give you something that we would do? And so it was just like starting at that place and then executing on it. And, you know, I mean, if you go to, if you look at our, you know, we have some like free classes on YouTube, you can kind of see what the, the, the format was, but I would, I would challenge anybody to say that it's just as good as, as any of the, you know, venture, uh, you know, uh, venture funded brands that are out there right now. So we're, we were really, really, you know, really, really happy with that. And meanwhile, Johnny, you have the the tiny task of figuring out how to make a slide board and get, sell it and ship it um, with everything happening in 2020. So how'd that go for you? Uh, well, let me just say I'm pro naps. So <laughs> it was, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you, I'm like the wild, wild west. I'm like, I have to learn like, what's the platform? Is it WooCommerce? Is it Shopify? Is it this? So read up about it, read up about it, read up about it, coffee, 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 and then nap from like you know three to five p.m. to like uh-huh. digest that you know oh I like that and and Jimmy's like why are you picking my phone I'm like dude I, I I'm like I have to rest my brain I'm like I'm so sorry and I know you're 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 working so hard and physically present like it's it's you're you know you're physically going into a studio working with instructors and queuing and coaching and and whatnot but um we we got joking aside we got very lucky with our, our superpower is we are good at finding our w- w- me, me talk good right now. Me Let's talk rewind. Good. Yep. Our, our superpower is that we have surrounded ourselves always by people that are smarter than us and that compliment, compliment us. And so my best friend, a Chicago guy now lives in Chicago. His uncle is a former um, successful entrepreneur and, um, you know, co-founded a company he's, he sold, 
Um, but um, he was able to help us basically manufacture the board. And awesome. so it was a total blessing in disguise. And it was a time during, you know, our lives were, I just, that, that was like of the luckiest thing that has ever happened to us. It was, we call him uncle Jim. Uncle Jim came into our lives and shepherded this production of this board. Cause we, that's something that like, just, we, of course we would never have been able to, to execute on that. I wanted, I just wanted to say like, just if anybody's noticed, if they, if they've made it this far, what they just heard was we have Jimmy you have Johnny. Jim. We have a partner named John, John, and then we have Uncle Jim. Uncle so Jim. clearly, we find people that are that think like us and also have the same names as us. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, for as much as we're you know we we're bringing to light uh, how we made a you know made lemoncello out of lemons, um, you know, it, it wasn't fun having to call your you know your instructors and your front desk staff and say, hey, you know, we have to. The way for you to best support yourself is to go on unemployment. And we, you know, we promise that if there's an opportunity to come back, that, that we will bring you back. Uh, that was tough. That was, I mean, we made yeah. those phone calls. We tried to find ways to support them while trying to also support the business. And, you know, Johnny, we, you know, Johnny with his public health background was like, we got to close. We closed before we were told to close mm-hmm. uh, for the safety of our, of our team and for our, our customers. But it was tough. And I don't think people, unless they like had, have friends or family that were impacted by their, you know, that, that had their businesses like either destroyed from just not having the financial support that they needed to come back. But there were a lot of really great neighbors of ours in, in the fitness space that couldn't come back. They didn't have another yeah. opportunity. We didn't, and we feel for them. And we, and we remind ourselves every day that we're fortunate that we get to be here. But, um, you know, I wish, you know, the, you know, the, the city, I wish the city could have done more. I know that it was, it was a lot for, you know, it's just, it's still sad to walk around New York and see all the vacancies. But I think that like, if this is, if I can remind anybody, it's like this country's built off of the backbone of small businesses and, and we could not support, we could not feel that way more because of what we went through, you know, at a time where the world was just that, you know, tomorrow was uncertain for most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, we're still feeling that we're still feeling that uncertainty, even leading up to this holiday season, you, uh, the, the way that consumers are shopping, the way that people are thinking about travel, it's all very last minute and uncertain. Um, so we just, we just hope people shop small and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that all of us stay employed <laughs> and <laughs> keep chugging ahead. I mean, look, there's a lot, at least in the fitness space with, like I would argue that we're in a recession, but you know you look at a lot of these other businesses that had like let go of their their team in order to like make sure that they're pro- you know, protected financially. We're very fortunate that we, you know, we we have a very small team. We're a team of like four five people, and we're still all together, you know, united, you know, arm to arm, trying to make a difference with this incredible niche that we've carved out for our brand. And you know, I think that uh, I want to also like give a shout out to a guy named Barry Slotnick, who was really the first touch point for us to create these boards alongside Jim. Barry owns a company called Ultra Slide. He's an investor in our company. He has helped service many, many people with his slide board, which is like an eight to 10 foot slide board. Um, and again, really made a lot big impact in the, in the fitness space with his, you know, his uh, slide board. But, um, you know, we, we, he helped us tremendously. And then we, you know, fortunately, because of demand, we had to, you know, we had to to make them elsewhere. Um, but he was really like the first 
stepping, you know, he was the first, uh, you know, step on this, on this ladder for us to, to grow as a company. So we are very grateful for him too. And he's yeah, based and in you're... Chicago. This is, this is, this is parlaying. I feel like perfect into November where, where we're just going to be grateful right now that Halloween yeah. is passed. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, it's the time of, of we got the scary stuff out of the way and now we're going, right. <laughs> now we're just going to be super grateful. Right. Um, and we're grateful for the slide board that you've created, which is six feet long, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, just to kind of talk about this product and, and you know, what we're doing is, you know, what, first and foremost is the backbone of our theme is affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's one of the components. Um, but you know, the board retails for the board alone retails for three hundred and forty nine dollars, mm-hmm. and then we have an annual subscription with the amazing content that Jimmy spearheaded. That um, retails for three hundred and seventy nine dollars bundled together. But the the board we say is affordable and storable. But, you know, just kind of bigger picture is what we're doing is we're tapping into, as Jimmy kind of alluded to before, is just this notion that we move so much north to south and what's called the sagittal plane that we're, we're overtraining those muscle systems, you know, our quads and our hamstrings and joint mobility as well is affected, specifically ankles, knees and hips. Mm-hmm. And when you introduce lateral training on a slide board, you, you start to equalize and balance, right? All the muscles that, that are part of your hips or a part of your knees or part of your ankles. And we say it's adding 33% to your workout. And 33, 33% more to your workout. 33% more, more to, to your workout. And, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, what happened? You know, what is, how come slide boards never made it into Vogue? You know, what's the Renaissance here? And it's, you know, it's my kind of mantra now, having done this with cold and now having having done this with, with the slide run lateral training is just every everything needs a PR team, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and a makeover, right? Yeah. So we gave the slide board a makeover. We're making it accessible to everybody because it's six feet is the sweet spot. So if you're basically under six foot, four inches, you can slide on it. And it the board also adjusts to five feet, as we call training wheels. And, and for me as well, anyone that's new to sliding to learn that lateral motion, which is it's creating new neuromuscular connections from your brain to your muscles so that you can slide east to west, that's happening. So a lot of interesting stuff that, that we're doing with, with this product. And, and every day we're learning something new about it because it's so versatile and that you hit, interestingly enough, all three planes of motion. You can go north to south you can go west to east and it's called the transverse plane that putting on that seatbelt, that rotation you can do that on the board as well with tapping the bumpers when you slide side to side the planes of motion are the hardest part on the the personal trainer exam i think Uh, jimmy where were you going you know because i know that some people might push back on this like you know we say affordable right um you know our mission has always been to inspire betterment through innovative and affordable fitness experiences. And we understand that some people might be like, well, slightly under $400, how is that affordable? But, you know, I would argue Comparatively. Um, that, you know, that it's important to see like what else is out there and, and what other pieces of equipment have to offer. And I, and you really do get what you pay for. I mean, historically the slide board has been, you know, made between like 
40 bucks all the way to like $600. And the more expensive it gets, the better made it is. And so we fall on the sort of the upper tier of that. And the reason why we stand by that price is because, you know, at the studio, again, like we said, we had over 23,000 people come through our doors. We didn't have to replace our board one time. So think about how many people are using that on a daily basis. And not once did we have to like get another board. So it's something that we want to live with you for a long time. And whether it's your, you know, your niece or nephew or child on it, or whether it's your, your mother or father, everybody can use it. It's truly something that the whole family can get on board with. So I just wanted to like talk about price for a second, because I know that, you know, that's a sensitive thing since we were talking about the recession and, yeah, and, and we also have like, you know, we have pay as you go options through, through a firm. Um, and so, you know, if you can't pay all at once, um, that's fine. We have those options too. So I just wanted to briefly talk about that. God bless a firm, you know, um, there's okay. Two things I want to cover too. So for listeners at home who maybe can't picture what this is, I'll have a link to the burn board in the show notes, in the show notes so that you can get a sense of what it is and what it does. But you also can sort of think about speed skating as a motion. Um, and what that looks like. Rollerblading. Yeah. And even, if you've ever done Pilates, um, a reformer and, and sort of sliding just one leg back into a lunge. That's, those are all things you can do on a slide board and, and feel really good and really interesting and different than maybe just doing those motions without anything to sort of slide and enhance the movement. Um, but let's talk about speed skating. Apollo Ono is a part of oh your story. God. How did he get involved? I re- we, you know, we, Johnny, we channel it. We channel we, it. Yeah, well, we, we brought it out. We to a thousand percent. We would say, and you know, it's not like we told people to say this. It just became a popular phrase that we would say the moment that we opened our like. We had this again, this huge like fridge door, and would talk and sort of demo this before the class, before we welcome people into the, our fridge. And we would say like, bring out your inner Apollo Ono, and in that that statement has been echoed so many times, and. You know, as Johnny was saying, we, we we manifested that moment. And so when this whole, when our pivot happened, when we made a lateral move as a company, we got it, we got to have a conversation with Apollo who was looking to invest in passionate founders that were onto, you know, inimitable businesses uh, or, 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 or like working to create an inimitable movement with their business, I should say. And I, I thought we were getting punked. By like, I thought it was like, you're bringing punk back to MTV because this this can't be happening. And he became an investor and, and, you know, brand partner. And that just like made us feel really, really, really good because, you know, he had been using Slyboard since he was 12. And so he knew that like this was at the foundation of his training. And so, you know, and he's also someone that works in, you know, the startup land. He works for a company called Tribe Capital and he's really big into Web3 and crypto. So he's like, besides just being a, incredibly accomplished athlete, which he's the most decorated U.S. winter Olympian. He's like very smart when it comes to business. And we rely heavily on him for, you know, for advice with how we project ourselves within this very crowded market. It was a, it was like an honor to be able to direct him in a commercial that, that we did. Like it it was insane. And, uh, you know, Johnny was there for that too. And yeah, he's just, he, he's been behind us from the very beginning and just talking about why it's important to, to think and move in a different way. And yeah, again, we're still pinching ourselves every day when we get to speak with them via zoom. (laughs) Yeah. That's, I mean, 
no other way to really say that besides that's like really dope and yeah. and seems to just fit really well with your story and the style of movement. Okay, in the name of time, um, let's say our listeners are like, great, sold, I'm getting burned, gonna bring it home. What is your piece of advice that you would give them if they're sort of planning their first couple of burn workouts? If, if, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to go first, Jimmy, just because we go all ahead, Johnny. Yeah. Jimmy and I both have kind of personal, I think, relationships with um, with the board. And it's that's what's great about it is it's so versatile. But, um, you know, as, as as a working parent, as and I know all, all parents know about this, it's just time is of the essence. So I'm lucky if I get in three workouts in a week is, is a lot. Typically, it's about two. Um, I like to weightlift. I, I love weightlifting. I've been weightlifting since I was in high school. So I go to, I believe it's a snap fitness. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Kind of your, your basement, you know, weights, but I, I squat and I deadlift and do all that stuff. We can and tell then you're really, I, really good. You look really, really well, good. Th- well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> For the listeners, get, Johnny's get, looking very strong. You're looking really nice. Thank you so much. I get my walk on, right? You got to walk. Uh, I, I'm not a runner anymore because my hips can't handle it. If I mm-hmm. if I run, I can't walk for days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not at that point. But so, so getting to this is I, I lateral train. I do my burn board once a week. And as long as if I get in a 45-minute session, that's a win. Um, I incorporate weights into it. So side lateral lunges, I'll hold you know a 30-pound dumbbell. I'll reverse lunge holding um, a 30-pound dumbbell like a goblet, that famous goblet squat. But it's incredible low-impact exercise, and I love it for three reasons. One is it's great for your brain because what lateral training does and balance. Um, two is I do think this is it's, – it's multi-generational. It's, it's something that I'm going to be doing until the day I die. Um, It'll be very three, report. I make sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then th- three is is the low impact cardio. So it's so great on the joints. Studies suggest you can burn up to like 500 calories in 30 minutes. And I, I'm not into that, but like the calorie thing, I don't I don't care about. But it, it's interesting to know that mm-hmm. you do feel that res- cardio respiratory demand um, that it requires. So those are the th- three reasons. Once a week, love it. Yeah, it's a metric, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Jimmy. What do I Tell love us about it? your I mean, relationship? For people that can see it, I have in the corner there. It, it, it watches me as I go to bed at night. It just like, it's there. It's like, hey, buddy, <laughs> time, to, time to get on board. I mean, I don't move it. I don't move this way unless I move on like on the board. And I just love, I just love the convenience of being able to show up and work out at where, I, where I'm at. Um, I also go to the gym for other, other means um, for strength training. But I guess a good starting point for people is just to, to see what see the joy that people have like doing it. We have incredible testimonials on our site, you know, at Burn B Triple R and on Instagram. You can see some of the you know some of the feedback and and some of the um, some some things that we've created to, uh, on YouTube just to kind of see what a sample class is like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel good being able to have these instructors in my life every day with, with the workouts, they make me feel good. They're funny. They have a story. And I feel like they're really encouraged me to show up for me every day. And, you know, as Johnny just said, like a minimal viable dose, like a little bit goes a long way. And my focus personally is on just like, I'm feeling better and being able to, you know, welcome new experiences in my life for, for as long as I get to live them. And, you know, like, just like you wouldn't have like one 
like one type of meal every single day. Like add this to your plate to like diversify. We know most people aren't doing it. We're happy that more are doing it because of us. But it's just like it's a it's a way of life. And in an age where, you know, time is everything. I mean, you get so much and so little with this board. You know, you you hinted at the Pilates thing. We joke and say it's like if a Pilates reformer had a baby with a treadmill, mm-hmm. you have yourself a burn board. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, all the information that we think that you would need in order to make the best decision, you can find on our website, theburn.com, T-H-E-B, triple R-N. We're on social at Burn. Facebook is at Burn. And uh, a growing TikTok page at, at The Burn on TikTok. So, so, and we're always here to answer any questions. Jimmy, Johnny, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having Jimmy, us. And happy, thank you for having us. Yeah. Happy Halloween. And I have to say, happy I said Halloween. this, you have created such an incredible brand. I mean, again, when we met in 2018, it was, I mean, you were, there was already a lot to see. I'm so impressed with how many people really tune into you know, your brand to help like inform them on where to go with their health. So, so congrats to you and, and wishing you even more success than you already have. Ah, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Maverick, Maverick, your dog. Lucky to have you yes. as, as a mom. <laughs> Maverick the dog is lucky. To, oh, you made me blush. This has been another episode of We Got Goals and a SweatLife.com production and another thing that's better with friends. Thanks to Johnny Adamick and Jimmy Martin for joining me. And another big thanks to Ryan Deffer for editing, Ryan Barayuga for video production, and to you, our listeners, for subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Please give us five stars if you choose to review. We super love the number five and stars. Stars.